Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost my turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Hello and welcome back to part two of Corolla Classics. Before we get going, a couple of announcements. First off, my band Loxie, we have a full set that we did a jam in the van on YouTube right now. So after this, if you guys want to go see some music, play a few songs. And it was filmed really nice. And thanks to all the guys at Jam in the Van for having us and filming us playing some music. So after uh, after listening to this, go watch Loxie on YouTube at Jam in the Van. All right. Let's you know what Loxy needs? What? Lou Perlman. Yeah. But yeah, we definitely Take need to the top. that guy's magic. I mean, he, he certainly is a was a success story. All right, let's get, get going a shovel. with our first clip. This is from 2013. Speaking of Lou Perlman, let's talk about a different controversy. Lance Armstrong. This is a very interesting clip. Uh, what happens is, I guess Lance Armstrong, if I remember correctly, was on the Adam and Drew show. And they taped it earlier in the day. And while they were recording, Dr. Drew was getting like shitty tweets. Like, why are you having Lance Armstrong on? He's yeah. a liar. You know, all that kind of stuff. And then Adam and Drew, of course, at this time, were arguing that there's two different types of lying. There's lying for one reason or lying to save your ass. <laughs> and it was, it was a very funny uh, point he was making. And also, you know, talking about sensitive Dr. Drew. So this is Adam Carolla's show, episode 993. Harley Mornstein's a guest. He's not in this portion. He'll be in tomorrow's uh, Corolla Classics feed, wrapping up this segment as well, in the first segment of that show. In this part, it's the show opening. Adam talks about the controversy, the Adam and Drew show taping. And then he transitions to these really funny one-time-only riffs with uh, Allison and Brian. It's Adam Kolsch, 993. It's from January of 2013. It's a great clip. There's also uh, Damon John in this episode. That's from the very end. It was a weird formatted show. So eventually we'll use all pieces of the Buffalo and play that interview because it's great. But it won't be in uh, today's classics nor tomorrow's. Until then, check out this highlight. I'm talk a little about uh, the Lance Armstrong thing because I was doing a show with Dr. Drew today in this uh, very same studio. And he was getting emails from Lance Armstrong as we were doing the show saying, uh, these guys are up my ass and what the hell's going on and uh, it, it, this is insane and I'm being crucified and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, Drew got kind of weird and upset by it because Drew's very... Dreamy. He, he's dreamy. He's hunky. He's also worried about the media or future. He hates... You know what Drew hates? He hates... I, I told Not being you, on TV? Not being on TV. <laughs> He doesn't Which, do that very often. Yeah. He he hates not being on TV, and he hates people being mean to other people, which is weird because you'd think he'd be over it by now, but he's the kind of guy he's who- sensitive. If you walk through an airport with him and someone has a critique of him, he'll never tell him to fuck off. Mm-hmm. He'll, I'll tell the person to fuck off all the time. He won't. He'll, he'll listen to anybody, no matter how horrible. And like I said, a lot of these schools we used to go to, they just let these fucking angry cunts come around the back and wait for us. And the, the schools aren't run correctly. They're like, hey, this so-and-so wants to talk to you. And then she'd just sit Drew down after.
after we walked off stage and go, what gives you the right to give advice and what makes you think you're better? And, and after a certain point, I'd be like, hey, bitch, beat it. And Drew would be like, oh. Well, why don't you got no play, player? What, is upset. it that he wants people to like him or is he actually taking it in? Or like, why does he not have a stronger fuck you reflex? I, I think he cares. He's a big ball of empathy. I think he I think he took an, an oath not to tell people to fuck off. Oh, the fuckocratic oath. The fuckocratic oath. And I don't know, but he's just sensitive about things. And so he doesn't like all these mean Twitter wars and things going on and, uh, you know, Lance Armstrong being crucified mm-hmm. uh, in, the, in the media and things like that. And then I just said, do, first off, do we really give a shit about Lance Armstrong doping or not? Like when people go. I don't. No, fuck, who gives a shit about people who ride a bicycle? Like, number one. yeah. I don't even like people who ride bicycles. Number two, you know, this thing where it's like, well, he set the sport back. Oh, he got the sport on the map. No one gave a shit about the sport. I didn't even know we're considering it a sport. When we were in high school, did anyone give a fuck about the Tour de France? (laughs) And I even hate the fact that I say France instead of France. Right. I get enough shit for calling it... Pajamas instead of pajamas. Start calling no, it wait the a French minute, tour. Pajama. Yeah, the French Call tour. Call the French tour. No, Freedom Tour. <laughs> well, you know awesome. how we took French fries and turned them into that's Freedom right. Fries? Mm-hmm. And I took French doors and turned them into Freedom, freedom doors. doors. That's right. All right, let's call it the Tour de Freedom. What are you doing this weekend? I'm going to hang some Freedom Doors. That's right. And then watch the Tour de Freedom. Mm-hmm. And But by the way, I've I've developed a workaround for Pajamas Pajamas, which is just PJs. Uh, Not because it's cute. It's because I don't want to be stuck in the Jama Jama thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's for you though. It's a little close to BJ, and that could have mm-hmm. a bad effect on no. your man. You want your BJs, huh? Said <laughs> PJs. Oh, either yeah. way, yes. Sleep my underpants. So he first off got the Tour de France <laughs> on the map, which it was not, at least in the eyes of of Americans. Right. Number one, number two, whatever doping he is doing i'm sure everyone at the top of that game does some version of that mm-hmm. it may not be exact he may be doing it better than others but there's he's a still version a better cyclist than there, anyone he else still works his ass off yes. not only that the doping is sort of representative of the best we can do scientifically you know chemically and all that in the lab mm-hmm. how is that that much different than Tommy John surgery, where you're taking a ligament out of one arm and putting it in the other, or taking a cadaver's blah blah blah. And you, like it's all it's all where science has gotten us, right. where technology has gotten us. Why and, is this one thing illegal and the others aren't? Right, Adrian Pe- a- Adrian Peterson led the league in rushing this year, and Gail Sayers' career was over with the same injury. So why is it un- is it unfair to Gail Sayers and his legacy? Mm. <laughs> I said legacy. You sure did. <laughs> Good one, Ace Man. The crazy thing, though, is that we're all sitting here, much like any time there's a sex scandal in politics, we're sitting here and we're like, oh my god, I can't believe he did this, and now he's confessing, blah, blah, blah. And yet I think the point you're making, if this is the, where you're going, is is right, that truly, I don't think anyone gives a fuck or is surprised. No, number one. Number two, we're going to turn him into some sort of pariah, and we'll get caught up in this lying thing. And uh, I blame you women for starting this, because you do, you, you're the one who started this bullshit lie pardon the pun of it's not that you cheated it's that you deceived me mm-hmm. really so yeah. eating the strange pussy that's what? not what's the problem it's that you didn't tell me me when going... i smelled strange pussy on you you said that was just because you walked through a crowded room of people who had been eating pussy and it got on you so me being balls deep in your sister not the issue not the no i encourage that <laughs> it's that you couldn't be open with me about it so you would have been cool if i said i i'm t- i can't fuck you tonight i'm tired from fucking your sister 
sister. Totally fine if you had just been straightforward with me. Really? I thought that you trusted me enough to tell me the truth about anything. We have no lies. You know what? Had. All right. I'm fucking your best friend then. Are we cool? I'm just being straight up. I'm just being straight up. Uh, I know. It's a bullshit thing that women started. It's, It's not what you did. It's that you lied about it. But- you have to lie because right now he's telling the truth. He's being crucified. So he's making millions of dollars. He wants to keep his yellow jersey and his weird little stuffed tiger. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that thing is they give you. I don't know what they give you. They give you a little stuffed animal when you get to. I guess they feel like it's cuddling time after all the, <laughs> after all that time in the saddle. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. All those days on the road in the French countryside. Yeah. You need a little warmth. Yeah. You need a little something to cuddle with. Um, so there's a thing where they go. Uh, well, it's not that you doped, it's that you lied about it. Well, you have to lie. I mean, it's the same thing we did with Clinton. It's the same thing we do with everybody. It's somehow we decide whatever the initial problem was, that's not the problem anymore. Mm-hmm. It's that you lied about it, although you have to lie. And by the way, that kind of lying is not lying. Like, this, I'll, I'll, I'll explain to you what lying is. Lying is, I was an all-American football player at USC in the late 80s. That's lying. Um, but what when a cop says, have you been drinking tonight? And you go, just two beers. And I say, Mr. Murnovich, really? Two beers? <laughs> that, oh, that's good, good time. <laughs> that is not, that, that's just lying to save your ass. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of lying that anyone would do. Yeah. That's Abe Lincoln. Lawyers call that the truth. Yeah, if he was... If he was riding a horse drunk and they asked him, <laughs> Mr. Lincoln. Uh, um, well, well, putting something down on parchment, which you're not allowed to do. Sir, I need you to do for me right now. Go ahead. Go ahead and get off that horse. Okay. For me right now. Okay. Mr. Lincoln. Okay. Uh, Mr. Uh, uh, can I call you the great emancipator? Maybe just, maybe just medium emancipator tonight. Uh, take I'm off the stove pie, Pat, please. I'm going to need you to go ahead and take <laughs> off the stove with that, Pat. And take that off, please. Okay. I'm going to need you to do, just go ahead and, uh, for me right now, real quick. Go ahead and close your eyes and lean back for me, okay, right now? See, sir, that's why I said the hat should come off. I got that. Okay. So go ahead and close your eyes. Take the, take your pinky and go ahead and see if you can t- By the way, I don't think anyone can do that thing where you arch back, close your eyes, and touch your, like, forefinger to the tip of your nose. No. That's the whole thing with sobriety tests is you can't even pass them when you're sober. Right. All right. Uh, so the lie. Uh, everyone's pissed off about the lie, but again, weren't we supposed to lie and doesn't everyone lie and is that really what we're pissed off about? And then the other part where people go, <clears throat> well, what am I supposed to tell my kids? <laughs> By the way, first off, you don't have to tell your kids shit. They may not ask. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like my kids are going to go, hey, what's up with Lance Armstrong and this whole Oprah thing? I'm uh, I'm devastated. Right. So if they don't ask, don't bring it up. That's that's number one. Uh, number that's a waste of my time. That's right. Number two, uh, the guy pedaled a bike for a living and he made a bunch of money and he started a charity and he tried to get a competitive he edge. He lost a testicle. Like lost a testicle like many, like many, many other athletes. And he raised... Over four hundred and seventy million dollars since nineteen ninety seven. So it says. So here, here's my whole thing in life. There's just a a scale in life, and are are you you part of the problem or are you part of the solution? Meaning, Lance Armstrong lied and he did some blood doping and he won some uh, Tour de France's. He got to give his uh, yellow jersey back and all that. Fine. 
plenty of dads out there that have uh, fucked seven different women, cranked out 16 kids, are living in Florida and aren't paying shit and currently beating the shit out of their old lady as we speak. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd, I'd like to focus on them as a society, not the guys who've raised $470 million for cancer research. And by the way, that should count for something. Yeah. You know, people do that. Okay. Yeah, sure. You raised $470 million, but you did lie. So be it. And, it's a net gain. Yeah. And God knows how much that fucking guy's paid in taxes. And everyone does this thing all the time where they go, oh, well, what, 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 what do you keep talking about taxes for? I'll, I'll tell you why. That's the greatest charity of all. It's the greatest charity of fucking all. I guess it is. Laugh it up because you have a charity, right? What is your yep. charity? Uh, live strong or well, whatever it is. Ball strong. Right, there it is. Ball right? strong. Guess who doesn't have cancer? Mm. The ace man. Oh. So I don't give a fuck about your charity. Shit. You see what I'm saying? Mm. And my wife's charity, schizophrenia. But guess who doesn't have schizophrenia? Me. So how's your charity helping me? What's your charity? So, um, ovarian something, please. It's, it's ovarian something, please. Thank you. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. God willing, we can cure ovarian something, please. There's breast cancer. There's ovarian cancer. Endometriosis. That's mine. And endometriosis. Yes. Okay. (laughs) All right. The point is this. I don't suffer from any of those things. Sickle cell. Come on. I don't suffer. Tay-Sachs, I think. Okay. I don't suffer from any of these things. So your your fundraiser, your 10K, your ride and walk and push and crawl-a-thon, not helping me any, but taxes... Mm-hmm. Lance Armstrong kicks in 50 million bucks worth of taxes over the last 10 years or five, you know, 20 million bucks, whatever it is. I do use the roads. I do use the police force. I do like a nice standing army. I do uh, like a nice bridge yeah. that uh, Thanks, seems, Lance. seems to function pretty well. Taxes is the ultimate charity because it's like me giving and you giving and Lance giving to everyone's charity, which is your way of life. Oh. Your, your parks, your schools, your bridges, your army, your air force. Yes, but he earned all his money in France, so he paid stupid France all those taxes. France. France. Freedom. Yes, freedom. Okay. So the guy paid a shitload in taxes. He lost a nut, which I, I, I sort of argue – Hasn't he paid enough? Th- that's, what I'm, that's what I'm sort of saying. Like – I, I, I'm saying you've, you've done enough. And, and then also this thing where people are disappointed because their kids and you, you know, used to be inspired, like you inspired me. Well, how am I going to uninspire you? Do you know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. if I inspired your kid, so Lance Armstrong won his last tour to freedom. He won I don't know, 06, 07, whenever he whatever came back, was. whenever it was. All right, so maybe you had a 10-year-old son at the time who was a huge Lance Armstrong fan and was wildly inspired, and that went on to make him a better soccer player or ride his bike or something yeah. like that. All right, so he, he didn't know he was doping. He was inspired by Lance Armstrong. What's Lance Armstrong going to do, build a time machine and go back and uninspire him? Right. Too late. He was inspired. You can't unring yeah. the inspired bell. I He was inspired, turned out to be a fucking cheat. So what? His inspiration was inspired by lies. That's right. Oh, five, last, uh, last win. But uh, so really, of all the things that you could find out about someone that would make you disheartened about them, this is definitely on the easier to tolerate scale than finding out that your beloved hero is a pedophile or something. Because that one, that's harder to bounce back from. Well, this is first. And foremost, I assume everyone in the sport is doing a version of this. Yes. Number one or number two or and or as much as they can possibly get away with. 
That's what I'm assuming. I'm assuming that everyone in the top 100 or maybe at least top 25 are doing everything they can possibly do. Secondly, this is just part of being a competitive son of a bitch. I mean, Mm -hmm. this is – look, I'll give you an example. Ferrari, we all know Ferrari. We all love Ferrari. We all worship Ferrari. Great brand. Blah, blah, blah. We don't masturbate to Ferrari like I do, but (laughs) – we all agree that the world's a little better because of Ferrari. Uh, Ferrari did a lot of racing. Ferrari cheated his ass off. He, he did everything he could do to beat the rules, to get the – just like what they do in NASCAR, just like in every sport where they go, I'm going to see if we can figure out a way to bend the rules, get around the rules. I mean, now it's much more regulated. But I hesitate then, to dip my toe in this, but like what kind of things did he do? Oh, they would just have rules where it was like, uh, you know, okay, I'll give you, a, I'll give you an example. Uh, there's something called homologation. Know it well. Homologation, I know, but for the people at home. Yeah. What are you talking about? Homologation is if you want to race a car and the, there's no street version of that car, then you must produce a hundred examples as a street going example. And then you go, Hey, I got a street example of this car. Now I can take it racing. You see, you can't do – what I'm saying is, is you can't do – you can't enter a race like a NASCAR and go, this is called the Chevy Go Fast. This is one of one. They'll go, well, that's a prototype. Mm-hmm. What we need is you need to race a Chevy Malibu or you need a Ford Taurus or whatever it is, and you need to create examples of them. So you want to go racing, make 100 street versions of the car, then you can take – a few of them modify them and take them racing. Well, he wouldn't make a hundred of them because he didn't have time to make a hundred of them. He didn't want to make a hundred of them. He'd make 35 of them, grease someone's palms, and he'd go racing in a car. He'd do a whole bunch of shit like that. He'd do a bunch of stuff where it's like he had the series one, but if he lost the last race, he could have lost. So he'd have the race canceled or pull out or something. So he'd keep the series championship. He'd do a whole lot of uh, you know, gamesmanship, mm-hmm. cheat, cheating. I don't I even mean, know what you want to call it. That's sort of corked. I, you know, what is a spitball in baseball? What is that cheating? Is you know, Do you respect the guy? If it's your team, it's kind of okay. If the guy's throwing a spitball, if it's the other team, it's not really okay. Some people say if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Absolutely. I mean, most of the guys that are at the top, and I don't mean cheating by poisoning the other driver or stabbing, the, you know, going all fucking right. Jeff Galuli on everyone's ass. But doing everything you can and then some. And Lance Armstrong is obviously a guy who does everything he can mm-hmm. and then some. Well, but it's like you're allowed to do that thing where you go to a really high altitude and sleep in a some sort of chamber. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you don't even have to go to a high altitude. You just create that barometric right. chamber. And you're, there. but you're allowed to do that. It's more oxygen. Uh, it's in your weird blood or where something. they draw the line. Yeah. Well, so here, here's a question though. Do you think he should be allowed to compete again? I don't think he's ever going to compete again. Anyway, I don't. I don't think that was. I don't think that was the to. plan. But uh, the real question is: Does he get his? Does he get to keep his jerseys? And I guess the answer is no. And then it's this kind of thing where it's like. It's like OJ with the Heisman. They take the they take the Heisman back, but he still's the Heisman. Still won the Heisman that year. Yeah, that's for. I think you're thinking more of Reggie Bush with the with the Heisman. Oh, Reggie like, Bush. But yeah. there's off field stuff and there's on field stuff, and it's all gray levels of cheating. But but still, in 2006 or seven mm. or whenever it was, mm. oh five. Sh- shit, oh five. Same year. Uh, Lance Armstrong's pretty Whoa. good year for sports. Yeah, 
still, he won the Heisman. And he, took, yeah, he took a picture, and it was in all the newspapers, and they can take it back. But, again, you can't really unring that bell. And so if you're Lance Armstrong, go ahead and say he didn't win it. He mm-hmm. won seven of them. And, Why is he? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Now, this relationship that he has with Dr. Drew, mm-hmm. how, when did this start? And is this because of, um, you know, Drew deals with celebrities and drugs? Mm. I don't know. I think Drew's a star fucker, number one. You think? Uh, I know Drew's a star Do fucker, number one. Do not the name of my I was looking for boyfriend. clarity from Mr. Carolla. Yeah. Look, who... I, I don't know how he knows all these people. Somehow, as soon as I left Jimmy Kimmel and Dr. Drew, they both started hanging around with super famous people all the time. I don't know how that – I don't know if they're waiting for <laughs> they me to leave. They realized other, they've like, been slumming it. But would you think like Jimmy was like – like his phone would ring and it would be like David Letterman and he was like, hold on. No, he's in the room. Yeah, I'll meet you at the Hamptons. No, we're on. <laughs> on. All right, Raven. This is Snowman. I found Who are you Snowman. talking to? Huh? Nobody. You're the, you're not David Letterman. Under hushed tones. Not David Letterman. It's random we'd bring it not up. Not David Letterman. Respected David Letterman. Not David Letterman or Howard Stern. I didn't or suspect Jennifer Aniston. I thought maybe it was the, not those three. Delivery for Thai food or something, but <laughs> apparently it's Letterman not. would not deliver. I mean, yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, yeah, okay. Tell him I said hi. The Thai food guy. Give me some spring rolls. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I'll tell you uh, my favorite. Uh, yeah, and Dr. Drew, I think, did the same thing. This, I, I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't think those guys – I think I was the only celebrity they knew the whole time we hung out. And then as soon as they started doing – they made you think. As soon as they started doing their own show, pow, bunch of A-list celebrity uh, folks. Uh, I think Jimmy's coming in here maybe Sunday. Got to uh, gotta work that out. Yeah. Check an email or two. We start calling him the triumphant Jimmy Kimmel now? Oh, trouncing my. everyone in the ratings. God, the ratings, the uh, walk of fame thing. It's all good times. Um, I, uh, I haven't told this one in a while, but um, I did uh, order Thai food and uh, they gave me the wrong bag. Can I tell you this one? No. I've never heard this one. You've never heard this one? I don't think I have. All right. But well, you didn't you, notice the difference because it's you, mostly all You're going to hear it. You're going to hear it now. Um, this is under the heading of... If I'm really trying to get away with this, I must have a brain tumor. Tumor, sorry, Brian. Or I'm, hey. or I'm criminally insane. Like you know those things where people mm-hmm. we talk about all the time, where they accuse you of doing something, yeah. and you go, "What? What?" And I even, even when you, even when you're sort of like fucking around with people and they believe you, then it means you're insane. Like, or they think you're insane. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like they go. Did you take a – what did you do? Did you drive to the party? And you go, no, I rode here on a yak. And they go, you rode here on a yak? If they believe you, that means you're an insane person, right? But evidently <laughs> they just did. Right. So um, I order Thai food back when I was living in my old house. I, I go down the hill. I walk in. I say, uh, I got to pick up. I got to I'm, – I'm picking – taken out. And she goes, oh, yeah, here you go. And she has this big – the big – bags stapled together at the top, you know, folded over the, the big uh, grocery bag. And she slides it across to me and she charged me, you know, 34 bucks or whatever. And I give her a little tip and I go back up the hill and I open it up and, it, and I'm starting to pull out stuff I didn't order. First, your first thought is when you pull out stuff you didn't order, oh, this is good. 
because they threw in some extra shit. Yeah. You think, oh, they got some extra shit. As you get to the bottom and realize none of the shit you ordered Mm -hmm. is in there, then it turns, it quickly turns to frustration. And then I start getting angry at the person at what they ordered. Because this person ordered a cold beef salad. It's hard to yeah. judge immediately. It's like, what? What the fuck? Who would order? Why? Cold beef salad. Yeah, we've it's talked about so this. It's just, a, it's just a chunk of fat. Right. It's, just, it's, 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 it's what happens the next day when you leave your beef and broccoli in the refrigerator. Yeah, yeah it's this like is, you ordered leftovers. Right. So I'm like, oh, fuck. God damn it. I walked in there. They handed me the wrong bag. And uh, I uh, so I come back in, you know, I bring the bag back. I say, um, uh, listen, uh, you, you, you gave me the wrong bag. And she looks at the bag and it says John on it. And I said, yeah, you didn't. My, my name's not John. You handed me the wrong bag. And she said, you say your name was John. <laughs> and I thought. First off, do I even need to dignify that the fucking answer? And then secondly, let's really just play this out. So here's my deal. I call up Thai food places and order shit I want. <laughs> then I come in under an assumed name, but I somehow figure out an order. I mean, John's a pretty safe one. Yeah. You don't want to go in there and say Engelbert Mm-mm. because that's Who not... Who knows a- what he orders. Yeah. Well, no, what I'm saying is, is that's... There's and prob- he probably didn't order that day. It's, it's a low percentage yeah. name. Yeah. It's very low percentage. Could be under Bert. You want to check again? Yeah. So <laughs> according to your logic, I order shit that I want, and then I give you my name, and then I come in <laughs> in 20 minutes, and I somehow, through te- telepathy, get you to hand me the wrong bag by using a name that somehow I, I'm aware... That's how you're so rich. Somehow. <laughs> That's how I got where I am. Yeah. Somehow I'm aware that there's a bag back there with the name John on it, even though there's probably only two to three orders waiting at that particular time. I give you the false name. You give me the food I don't want. I get back in my car. I pay the valet guy. I drive back up to my house. I walk up the thousand stairs. I open it up. I realize it's not what I want. I pack it all back up again. And, oh, I pay you, by the way. This yeah. is quite a scam I got working here. <laughs> I pay you more than what for than what I fucking ordered. Then I drive back down the hill and present you with the bag that has not been opened or touched, at least the contents of which have not been opened or touched, and then ask that I get my my order. It's diabolical because it, it seems so innocent. As I said, my name was John. You need a better scam. And I, maybe I had a brain fart. Maybe I just panicked. You know what I mean? You all, you know how it is when you're picking up some. Uh, you're, maybe you're bad with names, including yeah. your own. Do your best uh, Taiwanese accent. Um, who does a better time? I'll do it. Okay, you do it. And you see what happens is, it's like those people as teenagers who give the false confession. Mm-hmm. They just panic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hi, I'm here to pick up my takeout food. Oh, good day, mate. What's your name? <laughs> That's horrible. Oh, it's a horrible Thai accent. I don't know why you? This is not yes and. Okay, I'm just saying. Can we go with it, please. I want a Thai accent. Go ahead. Ready? <clears throat> Did you order shrimp on the bar? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I thought I had it. All I right, Allison, here I come. I'm here to pick up my Thai food. Uh, you place our order? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> name? There is no racial bigotry oh, here. Na- name? I am forced oh, please, into you're it. You're allowed to do it. You're allowed to do it. I made you do it. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. That was a good Thai accent. Thank you. Go ahead. Yeah, your name? Uh, uh, uh shit. Uh, John? Uh, one second, please. <laughs> See, it's not going to work that way. 
I'm just going to tell you my name. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ne- rarely going to panic and shout out someone else's name. You shouldn't have said, oh, shit. <laughs> That's a tell. That's what you call a tell. And if I do panic and yell out someone's name, somewhere during the time when you're looking for the... First off, I'll be shocked if you go down under the counter and find something with the name I panicked and mm-hmm. shouted out. But if, in fact, you do, at some point, I'll sober up and say, you know what? I, I freaked out. My yeah. name's really Adam. Right. Right. It'll come to you. It'll come to me. All right. Where the hell uh, where are we and where are we? Ah, how about a little love for uh, a couple of our sponsors? First off, you can catch us live every Tuesday at uh, 7 p.m. You can subscribe at uh, YouTube.com slash VPN, and you can uh, watch us in our glory. And uh, if you want to check it out on YouTube.com slash Adam Carolla, all the episodes plus bonus content. Oh, I hope it's me walking to my fucking car because I have no idea what this bonus. <laughs> Allison has promised she's going to wear less and less clothes each oh, episode. Okay. So but by springtime, this should be a hoot. If mm-hmm. you've never seen me get into my car, it's, I mean, it's worth a look. Your taillights are something to behold. It's worth a look. Uh, also, uh, VPN is going to be live from Sundance uh, this weekend with some uh, awesome podcasts coming up. You can subscribe to catch those as well and uh, for tickets to see the podcast over at the Sundance go to video oh shit videopodcastnetwork.com I have a I have a limit of words I, that can be slammed together without fucking me up yeah clearly catnip slows me down like if you took cat and nip I'd have to drag my finger and stop mm-hmm. I don't even know if that's one word or two words I think it's one mm-hmm alright is it one all right. The point is this. It's, it's one-ish. When you take video podcast network and you turn it into one word, yeah. I, I, I have I know. difficulty. Well, it's like, see, I used to run a bunch of words together in hashtags on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then Twitter got angry at me, the people on it. And mm-hmm. evidently, the way you're supposed to do it is you're supposed to capitalize each different word so that people can read it. Aha. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, like capital C and capital <clears throat> N for catnip. And that was Adam. Once again, talking about Drew, and you know he's a sensitive guy. Very sensitive man. Yeah. Very passionate. Very sensitive. Man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and he doesn't take all those tweets well. At least not then. Don't right. say mean things to him, and don't feed him raw onions or garlic. Yes, exactly. Before we get going with our final clip of the day, I want to remind everybody, if you want to submit a request, it's really easy. You can email us, classics at adamcarolla.com, or you can find us on Instagram at Giovanni Giorgio or at ChrisLoxamano1. Let us know what you want to hear, and uh, there are other ways to get a hold of us, too. Just find us and request your clip. All right, this final one is from 2017. Uh, we're going to do a little Thanksgiving recap. This is an interesting one. It's Adam Carolla's show 2212. The guest was Larry Grobel, not in this portion. Ray Oldhofer is in this portion. Gina Grad and Brian Bishop. This one's from November 26, 2017. It aired the following day, the 27th, so it's right after Thanksgiving. Adam gives a recap of the cranberry sauce, what worked, what didn't work, how much food Lynette cooked, then the dilemma of trying to get rid of that food. This is the year that he ran into Dennis Prager who told him they went to like Buca de Beppo and spent 600 bucks for Thanksgiving. <laughs> and like Lynette spent 900 bucks at Whole Foods and then had to do all the work to make it for everybody. It's a great, uh, funny Thanksgiving recap. And then Ray's there to tell some old stories, including one uh, that uh, Gary insists he tells. <laughs> it's quite hilarious. Check it out. I, uh, I was thinking about my cranberry sauce. And um, I was thinking it was a, it's a perfect metaphor for my life. Oh. Sweet? Mm-hmm. A little bit bitter? 
Yeah. Sour. Canned. <laughs> no, I had um, I had the family. You see it twice going in and out. What's that? Well, how's that working? <laughs> a metaphor, right? Just saying. See it twice. Go ahead. Ponder. All right. No, Pond. I'm not pondering. <laughs> All right. So let's listen. The joke has to be with on the theme. I got it. Okay. So, because you could say that about carrots oh. or broccoli or nah. anything. You see what I'm saying? You could see it in and out. Poor Mur- Murray's going to be devastated. Doesn't doesn't pertain. Was to it me. Murray? Oh, the the, uh, the improv Im- coach. Yeah. Oh, your what improv. Was it? was it Murray? Oh, Ray, your improv coach. Was it Murray? Oh, Ray <laughs> never idea. saw oh, an improv oh, coach. Oh, no, I forget his name. Actually, oh, right damn it! If he forgets his name, because he never. I think his name right. was Murray. Right. I had here's another how, one too. Here's how he forgets his name. Allison. Here's how he forgets his name. Brian, what's the name? My pool man. Never met him. Okay, that's how Ray forgets. This is good. Right. How many times did you see your improv coach? I saw two of them. I saw one twice and the other three times. Uh, for lunch, but then for actual work. Work the girl twice. What'd you do? Walk us through it. Took, went to her apartment. Uh-huh. Had a bunch of notes. Told me, you know, played games with her. So mm-hmm. on and so forth. Yes, and all this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. She listened to a bunch of the shows that I had been on. And, I don't get you know, why she me, had to listen to the shows you'd been on. Because you have to prep, you know, like, here's what I deal with, meaning you. Who has to and prep? They do. Why do they have they to prep? they got to get the full thought, context of what, it's what like the what dynamic is. It's like is. when a physical therapist does, like, baseline tests to know sure. where you're at. But I, I told wow, you, I took a thousand growling classes. This is, what you, this is what you need to play basketball. This is what you need for golf. This is what you need for Adam. No, no. Just improv. Okay. Okay, so she So she prepped. Right. And then you played games. Right, what are, we, are we going back to your all metaphor right. with... Um, that you know, was right. You've got to blame right. Brian on this all one. Right. You shouldn't. You jumped in with a stupid joke that was you taking a joke that had, no, back to had nothing to do with cranberries. Cranberry. That was your fault. And then you opened the door to Brian. Burn. And then, Brian, this has nothing to do with Good me. Good morning. This is you. All right. So you worked out, but you're not seeing her anymore. No. No. Okay. Good. So two times is enough. All right. Remember all right. I tell so you the, the key to success is I went to two Groundlings classes? Yeah. Remember? That's once, how I, once is for losers, you said. Twice uh, is for winners. You know why? You know why this building has my name on the front of it? Because I went to two. Not three. You had a pain two, in the right? Not one. Two classes. Well, wait. Why not keep up? I don't, I, I I don't get it. I get it now. <laughs> I got it. Like right okay. now. All right. You got it. it right. It's not like I don't have a full plate right now, Ace. You know what I'm going through okay. and everything else. Oh, Come on. yeah. You know. Okay. You're busy. Okay. All right. I'm reading that book about tidying up. Okay. All right. <laughs> But you see my dad every week, right? Yesterday. I would suggest that <laughs> instead of seeing my dad once a week for 20 years, you Wait carve out some time for something that works. Yeah, double, yeah. Uh, yes. Hey, double down on him the other week. <laughs> two, oh, wow. two times. No, no, he gave me extended. He's like the wrong guy. Dude, stop talking to my dad. It's oh, like you're going to... I love your dad. You're going to a personal fitness coach for 20 years and you're morbidly obese. Yeah, hello? At what point do you switch to a different regimen? That's what I'm saying. Look, it, I, I, he's an enabler. Ray, he's an enabler for you. You enable each other. Let's hear about Thanksgiving. All right. I, saying, I saw some pictures with a robust Corolla family. No yeah. Kidding, something, something's up. Everyone yes. dressed to the nines. Yeah, something's up. So, Ray, uh, how many years do you see my dad? <laughs> what? For, um, how old am I? 25 years. 25 years. Wow. Do you understand nobody knows less about life than my dad? That was pop water. Dude, okay. dude, there's no worse role model. Where do you see him? At his office? At his house. Okay. <laughs> right. In his in his in his 
900 square foot. He lives in 900 square feet. He tells me he's trying to downsize. It's like, 13, like into what? It's a shoebox? I don't know. We have, the downsize is a coffin. Start digging. <laughs> Start it's going down. It's literally downsizing <laughs> into what? Nothing. He lives in nothing. He wants to. Don't listen to him, Ray. Okay. It's not working. Take right, an improv. Right. Take that money you're giving to my dad and take a goddamn improv class. Gotcha. Okay. Does he take insurance? Do that. Uh, Ray doesn't have insurance. Does. Oh. Ray doesn't have no, insurance. No, I pay him cash. Okay. Ray, have you ever what, what, filled what out about? an application? Yes. You have? Yeah. I had to fill out a cap, uh, application when I went and worked for you. Okay. In your life, how many applications? I'm not, this is not a bad thing. Ray's never had a job. I've worked construction my whole life. No, no, he's always had a job, but he's never had a job with insurance or like salary, right. application or salary benefits. or anything, I've right? Maybe total in life application, like resume kind of thing. Maybe two. Who who would it be? Uh McDonald's and Kimmel. McDonald's? Yeah. That's what year was spectrum. McDonald's? Circa when I was like eighteen, nineteen. But you never worked at McDonald's, no. right? No. You just filled out the application. Yeah. I, I mean, you, literally, you guys don't get that you can live mm-hmm. off the grid. Like, you can just have a, a life mm-hmm. of carpet cleaning and then construction and oh. painting and whatever. It's weird. And we all did it. I'm starting to think when we port in Wait, Key West many, for half a day, Ray might have you stay. Filled out? None. Yeah. Well, no. McDonald's. McDonald's. Okay. I filled out Taco Bell. Taco Bell. All right. And McDonald's. With it's not really a critique. It's just a, you guys have no it's idea that chasm. this. Yeah. No, no, what you don't know, what people don't know is that white people live this way. <laughs> That's what they don't know, that you live off the grid, that you get out of high school, you clean carpets, you get jobs digging ditches, you work, you just work for yeah. cash, right. like you, you just off the grid. I'll, I'll speak for Gene. I'm sure you similar experience as mine. In early 20s, we're defined by this cycle of constantly updating the resume and constantly Absolutely. sending it out, constantly updating their list of references yes, and all that crap. It's and a priority. How many times during age 20 to 25 did, did we do that? Probably it's all we did. Dozens. Had to make sure it was reflected in the resume. No resumes, no filling Cover out letters. of anything, awesome. no anything. Just <laughs> show up. Both well, we could do it all over again. Both uh, yeah, yeah, for the most part. Sure. Here's yeah, no. that means yeah, that's zero for two. <laughs> Here's the several they years didn't grad, Neither of them. Did. No. Here, wait a minute. You graduated? No, right? I went to four years. I didn't graduate. Oh, I no. thought you graduated. Little did you know? Actually, going to four years. Well, I don't mean to be a one upper. I'm rounding up. I don't mean to be a one upper, Brian. But five I was years? there for five years. Yeah. <laughs> and because I, I did you graduate? I ended up. There was. A, there was a, a, I it ended up being a weird thing where I didn't have the energy to go back and finish like the two credits that I needed because at that point I needed a job and I wasn't uh, no. making any money. But and literally, two credits. Credits. It, was like, it was like two courses. Yeah, no, no okay. one in radio. There was that one thing where it didn't transfer. I took a summer class and it didn't transfer, and I was like, oh, I can't. How many units were you short? Like eight, eight units? Yeah, six? whatever two classes is. Uh, yeah. All right, I, I give you a, I give you a graduated college just because you can go back and pick it up anytime. Yeah, I was there four years and want. I finished all my major stuff, but it was yeah, too, yeah. Like, uh, in my mind, that goes down as you've graduated if you need to or you want sure. to. Okay, so pick that up. Do I get to say I graduated because um, I no. failed three <laughs> beginner math classes? Was diagnosed Ooh. with numeric dyslexia, which is why I can't write down phone numbers, and then was told just figure it out. And then I said I can't do this anymore. So you're not. <laughs> Eight units away from. I'm three math classes. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, but if but you can I, never, but I failed the first one three times. If you can never complete the math class, then you're not. 
that mm. close. God damn you it. have to be able to complete it. Brian can do it. Better off, you should tell everyone you went to. <laughs> you do uh, a science class. Do <laughs> okay. what Brian does, though. When someone says, you, you go to college? Yeah, four years. Yeah, four years. Yeah. And I'll then you move on. Say. You don't have to say, if you say five years, we don't think you graduated oh. per se. Oh. If you say four years and moving on, we think you graduated without you saying yeah, you graduated. Yeah, someone asked me directly, where do you keep your diploma? Well, like, well, funny in, at KU, you walk the hill, you walk the, uh. the Mount Oriad. So I say, yeah, I walked the hill. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Did That's the, the graduation. Yeah, yeah. Ray, you took a whiz at high school graduation, right? <laughs> Did you literally right took next a whiz to you. at in front of a bleacher filled with a thousand well, you got parents? That, you got that the drapery gown. on it. Yeah. You know the gown hit it. Yeah, the, ga- the gown was wet. Sitting but... on the we're, thank God we're on the lowest rung of the uh, bleachers, we're right? Fine. They put the they did the temporary bleachers and out on the football boy, girl, field. Remember that? And they <laughs> who, did any was pardon me, Beth, Miss whoever was sitting next Beth to was, sitting, <laughs> would she know you were taking a whiz? Yeah, she eventually. Beth Ringwald? No, different no. Beth. She held it. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, so you can pee under your gown pretty easily because yeah. the gown goes down to the ground, and if you're yeah. sitting on the but, ground level, but that going. alludes to the fact that you're not wearing pants. No, 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 no one wears pants. pants. It's, pants. it's June. It's you know, Southern California. Oh, wow. Okay. No one wears pants. All right. So uh, I graduated. Where? <laughs> so uh, never. Uh, no. So you can live without a credit mm-hmm. card. You can live without a trace. You can live without uh, any okay, footprint. Hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you guys see the um, hat I got out? No, the, beanie? the Rams beanie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. That. I that told them. Really I told them about it. I missed that. Uh, my well, first can you one. hand these two things to Adam? All right, oh, here we go. Ray's got a credit card. Cards. Ray's got a credit card from the bank. Bank of Hoban. And I'm a donor. All right. Three credit cards he wants you to see. Oh, boy. How many of them are in your mom's name? Ah, good. Well, not good. good, right. When you were 40, I said, where's your credit card? And you yelled, my mom died. My mom did die. You were 42 when you told me that. All right. Can I have my credit cards? Back? Hey, and then I said, what's that have to do with you having a credit card? Hey, and you that, said, they were in her name, that idiot. one. Hey, that one it has a lot of money on it, too. Hey, this right. guy. You know, this gold guy. All right. Ray's heard you say, God damn it, Ray, like his mom, right? Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I've said it every other day. All right. Uh... <laughs> I don't know what Gary was saying. I'm oh, sorry. All right, I, let me I tell you about was what positing saying. that possibly those credit cards were in the name of his other brother, Ray Oldhofer. Mm. Mm. Hey, Gary, man, fuck off. <laughs> you have another brother? <laughs> oh, you, you don't know about this? He has no. another, yeah, he has he another brother named Raymond Oldhofer. I don't know that. I mean, the yeah, one back do. in Germany? No. The one in New Jersey. We learned Gary, this a few years oh, ago on Ace Gary, oh, get my right. phone. Let's that's call right. him. We can call that's him. Right. Get my no, phone. I don't want to call him. It's under Other Ray. I don't want to call him. He doesn't answer. It doesn't answer. All right, stop talking to my dad about life, would you please? Got it. Take an improv class, would you? So, the cranberries, before uh, like Ray interrupted me with, this, with his mirth. Um, Lynette, okay, let's see. Yeah, all right. Olga showed up with four big sacks of cranberries. Mm-hmm. Right. And we got about 20 people coming to the house, but seven of them are elderly, and they just don't put away the... This don't no. put it away. My dad d- did what he always does, which is he confounds me, which is he comes in the front door and I go, you want something to drink, dad? And he goes, no, I'm okay. And then he's at some point about an hour later, I go, you want something to drink, a soda, beer, a drink, uh, wine? No, I'm okay. And then at some point he's eating his meal and I go, dad, you want something to wash, wash that down with? And he goes, no, I'm okay. What? And then at about 830, he leaves. Like Thanksgiving, he's not... Born again. He's not a Jehovah's Witness. It wasn't. He didn't have a big problem with booze and the booger sugar in the seventies. And he's turned. You know, he has to turn his back on that lifestyle. He's just 
doesn't want anything, which is weird, right? I mean, it's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving, not a glass of tap water. The whole night. The whole night. He's got to be so dehydrated. My, my biggest problem is like, oh, should we drink the red wine or, yeah. or have or have some scotch now? Okay, red wine. Then we'll have some scotch. I, I, or I'll have a beer now, and then later on I'll have some red wine. Nothing the whole night. Nothing. Not you, Ray knows my dad will do. It. I think he's just. Is he preparing for death? Like, what's what? He he will uh, drink a beer. I've seen him drink a beer. It's too hard on his body to to, to take it. Tap water. Nah, <laughs> maybe seltzer water. I, you know, his he, whole life it too is. hard I on mean, his he's body. Eating like a bird his whole life. Yeah. That's true. He does. Have you ever been high with your dad? Like, oh yeah, me and my dad used to go to the desert no, drop no, no, peyote no, no, no. Like all like, the time. Did you ever have a couple of drinks with him? Like, just no, my him? dad doesn't do any. First off, my dad doesn't do anything anyone would do with him. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that would be, having beers would be <laughs> something <laughs> that people would do together. Together, right? Quickly, yeah. If you could rate zero to ten, my dad's love. For construction, architecture, design, or automobiles. What do they both rank at? What would they rank at? Zero to ten. Zero to ten. Building, construction, design. We're going negative one on on the. No, you got to go zero. All right. Z- we're, well, we're, if it's zero, we're double hoops, bro. <laughs> zero and zero. Yeah. Not, but one has to be the winner. One, love of cars, vintage cars, race cars, Ferraris, exotic cars, just cars versus building. Just building. My number one and number two with a bullet for me, those are my, all I think about when I, when I get up every morning, where would my dad be? Zero to ten. And let's be generous. Because he's, be generous. he's Italian. Be generous. It's zero and one, man. What, what's it's the zero one? and one. The one's got to be the cars. Because you have a ton of Italian cars. Has he ever, other than that, any other association? None. Well, his first instinct was zero and zero. Yeah. <laughs> He's ever, trying to be nice. No. Is ever it's I, zero I, and zero? It's zero and zero. Yeah, but I'm going to give the cars a one. Well, we can do decimals here. You want to do like just okay, a point one? Zero and point zero one. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, there you go. That's a winner. The man knows That's him well. Now let's ask about the Bible. That's <laughs> ranking ten, bro. Now he's reading the Bible. But the, the thing is... Jim Carroll's in the Bible now? He's, oh, yeah. he's, 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 he's getting religious forever. now. Preparing. Yeah. He is. Who, what straight male do you know that can rank, could call in a zero and a zero on building and or exotic cars or cars of any... Any nature, yeah. building of Dude, any you are nature. talking to the wrong guy. With Zero. I at least have a human curiosity and like, wow, that's really striking arch- architecturally. Yeah. Or that car or is amazing. if you go over to the other warehouse, about, even if you're not into cars, you're like, damn, yeah. look at that thing. And the history of the cars, too. Yeah. Like, there's no, a when human you walk curiosity. That, yeah, when you walk through Adam's place, it's like, it's mesmerizing. It's mind-blowing. Yeah. All right, so my dad is a zero... And it, wait, and have you ever taken your dad over there? Has no, he been to he's the, never been there. But never. he lives six miles away. So he's how never he... been to your car. Music. No, no, nobody's ever gotta, been there. I got to bring him. No, don't. <laughs> really? All right. Why? So we can see his face not light up? <laughs> he doesn't care. Literally would walk. You can say <laughs> yeah. that, that car Paul Newman drove at Lamont. He just walked. He just he just uh, shuffle right uh, past it. All right, it's awesome. So, uh, no, my dad's never had a beer. I, my dad's had I've, I've I've seen him have one beer before. Like I've seen him with a meal, like order a Heineken he was or something loose. at a restaurant. You know what he asked me the other day. He asked me what good games were on today. Oh, like he asked, he right. inquired about college football. All right. I go, hey, you got to watch the Iron Bowl. It's going to be great. All right, so uh, football now. All right, but uh, no beer. No, never been drunk with him. Never seen him drink. 
Never, never seen a bottle of alcohol in the house. I think I drank with him at your wedding, actually. He had he, he had, had a thimble wine. Of, had, of wine. It was well, it he was him, he probably paid for it. My right? mother and me. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it was quite the damn. That was great. All right, true or false? You asked uh, your mom whose dick was bigger. Your well, dad's or her new boyfriend's? True. Okay. Okay. Uh, who doesn't? Okay. So the cranberries. Uh, Wait, the metaphor. We're not yes. going to pay that off with the response. Which one? Who's Ray's mother's response? Oh yeah, Ray's Jim mom. has the guff. Dad was longer. <laughs> You're welcome, Brian. <laughs> Jim has the guff. What, ma? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Different Jim. Uh, no girth on the Corolla sign of the of the uh, 50 yard yeah, line. Different Jim. Cranberry. So uh, Olga walks in. She got four sacks of cranberries. And I said, uh, from history, uh, don't 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 make all those. We're going to have a huge bucket of cranberry yeah. sauce. It's, 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 you'd be surprised. One sack can do 20 people, especially when seven of them are my dad and they, my dad doesn't eat anything. What so. percentage of the attendees also prefer, weirdly, the uh, gelatinous cut up well, cylindrical? That's not, that's not welcome in that home. No. Well, they don't. Those like people have, to have it for the weirdos that like mm, it. Those people wouldn't turn their back. I'm not going to back them out of my equation because okay. they would if they liked cranberries and this cranberry was all they up. this is all they had. Can. They'll they had double down then. Also, they'll uh, use both. So, well, I'm not offering the canned stuff, but the point is this: um, I I do the math and I say to Olga, "Don't don't make it all. Don't make it all. We're going to get stuck with a bucket of this stuff." And she says, "Oh, okay." And I said, like, take two sacks back or return them or do something. Throw them at passing cars or something. Get a wrist rocket. But don't don't make them. Because I, I don't – my family doesn't eat leftovers. Nobody nobody eats leftovers. That I can't understand. Well, to be fair to them, it's more expensive. <laughs> and they always have their eye on the prize. God, I had this funny conversation the following day after uh, Thanksgiving. No, here's what it is. Lynette doesn't like eating stuff two nights in a row. She just doesn't. She's that person. And then the kids have hers as sort of game warden on on the fridge. So and so yeah. what happens is, is the night, the next night or the next day, she says, "Sonny, can I make you a sandwich?" And, and she goes, "Yeah, I'll have a salami sandwich." And I go, "Well, blah, blah, blah. how about a turkey? Yeah. Make him a turkey Fresh sandwich." And he goes, yeah. "I want salami." And then she turns to me and goes, "He wants salami." Oh, yeah. So salami last night. Then the other night, last oh, that was Friday night. Then then last night she's making uh, Natalia tuna salad. We have piles and piles mm. of brisket and turkey and everything oh. else. And then they're making. She's getting out a tuna can because the kids just go. Here's what I want. And Mama is so dutiful and attentive that she's like, "Oh, okay, you want tuna salad?" And I'm like, "Don't, don't do this. You're gonna eat leftovers. The, 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 right. There's nothing better than eggs, turkey yeah, with whatever, turkey right. and fried rice turkey. soup. Yes, and that doesn't a salami and not, turkey sandwich. Sure. Yeah. You know, it doesn't come on happen. now. Doesn't happen. Turkey fried mayo rice. and turkey. It does not the happen. Turkey and the mayo. Come on. And we got a big pile of. We have a massive. Oh, funny thing. So on um, on uh, Friday morning, we go out to brunch. We uh, no leftovers. We run into uh, Dennis Prager, who's at the restaurant in our neighborhood. Dennis, of course, comes over and says hi, and we're talking for a little while. While he's standing at the table, and then when he's getting ready to leave, he says uh, to me and Lynette, "He says, you know, my wife had all her family in, 
and uh, we just went out to Buca de Peppo. Oh, and had had Thanksgiving at Buca de Peppo. I don't know, he's Jewish, you know, whatever. Mm. Oh, Bep, it's, it's Beppo. Beppo. It's yeah. Beppo. Buca de Peppo. Oh, Beppo. Yep. Oh, never knew that my whole life. <laughs> I thought it was Peppo. <laughs> I thought it was Peppo, just like Peppy or something. It's Beppo, Beppo, Buca de Beppo. There it is. Wow, Three times people fast. power through that. <laughs> Look at about that under uh, Obi Wan Kenobi <laughs> for the one that no one, everyone just powers through. No one just goes uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. They go Obi Wan Kenobi, you know the thing. And then I say, it, I say it wrong my whole life. Jesus Christ! Right. Bebo. You got it. So he goes there, and then he pauses and he said, hey, "We had about fifteen people." I think it was with tax. I mean, with tax and uh, tip. I think I was in for about six hundred. 600 bucks. Wow. And, uh, Hard to do it, Buka. Yeah, I said, uh, and my wife leaned in when I was done paying, and she said, well, you know, we got off easy, because if we cooked at home, we would have, it would have cost more. And then he stopped, and he did one of those husband kind of things, which is, I don't think it would have cost more to buy, you know, the ingredients and cook at home than $600. And Lynette went, uh, we spent 900 Right. So, it made Dennis feel great. <laughs> made me feel horrible. Yeah. No, I didn't. I, I was like, oh my God, we're under $1,000. But oh we have piles and piles and piles yeah. of food. Lynette doesn't do leftovers. The kids don't do leftovers. We so, have food for the next week. Yes, Adam will come over be. after the I show. I have to eat yeah. all. Every single stitch of it. Last year I came over after Thanksgiving. I, I you sent to, me home. The mailman yeah. shows up. I start dumping it into his fucking bag. Like, you like pie? Yeah, like runs start, the mail and runs. I can't waste food, so I have <laughs> sure. to like, and, and, my, and they won't eat it, so I have to just keep shoving it at everybody. So thankfully, her niece came over, and I was like, dup, 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 "Don't go anywhere. Start, you know." So, uh, but as I was looking at the bucket of cranberry that's sitting in our fridge right now. When Before I left, I thought, okay, it's perfect. So we got four sacks, and I said, do not make those four sacks. Right. Don't do it. If this is, this is, if anyone wants to, you know, for, for my eulogy, mm-hmm. this story should be told. I said, don't, don't do it, Olga. Don't make those, don't make them. It's too much. We're just going to have a huge bucket of it sitting in the fridge. Just take two back. I, I don't care about money. I just care about a big bucket of the stuff that I, I won't throw it away and she said uh, okay I'll, I'll take a sack back and I said good good then I left then the next day I like showed up and all sack all four sacks were gone and I said what what happened I thought we were gonna oh no Lynette made it oh. Oh. I said okay I, I like that yeah but I also kind of miss out on that part of life where you're unable to express that to somebody yeah. or they're unable to accept whatever that is, you know. And then nobody ate any. And now we have a huge bucket of it sitting in my fridge and I have to figure out something to do with that bucket. But it's not, that's about right. This whole, this that's is, exactly the, this right. is my cycle. Yeah. This is my entire yeah. cycle. It's getting, it's, it's my, we're going down the highway and I go, there's a speed bump. We got to avoid that. The next thing you know, we're by the side of the road, and I'm fixing the blown-out tire. Now, this is no big deal, and I'm glad she made it and all that good stuff, but I'm still saying... Hey, isn't it like, isn't the rule of thumb two pounds per person? I think it's one pound per person. Nah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Listen, Lynette cooked her ass off. She made an awesome meal. Everything is great, and now somebody's got to finish it. Yeah. That's all. We'll be right <laughs> that's over. Where, that that's, where, that's where we're at. Quick break to tell you about Geico, because if you own or rent... Then, of course, it's hard work, but let's make it easy. 
by bundling those policies with GEICO. Because GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And it's a good thing because you already got so much going on. So this is what you do. You go to GEICO.com, you get a quote, and see how much you could save. How easy is that? It's GEICO easy. It sure is. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. And thank you, Gary, for the assist on that story. At uh, Gary's behest, we get some of the best stories ever told on air, whether it's him and his own emissions or uh, <laughs> him knowing Ray so well because they're guys of golf buddies. Oh, yeah. They go golf. They still go golfing together. I love that. Yeah. Ray's a, Ray's a good golfer. He's gone a couple hole-in-ones. He, shows me, wow. he showed me videos of him. Yeah. It's, he's weirdly very good. Because uh, The only reason I say weirdly is because he just picked it up a few years ago. But yeah. That's he loves really it. Interesting. And he's great. All right. That'll do it for today's Corolla Classics. Make sure to tune in tomorrow for our special Sunday episode, and we'll see you there. I know it's Halloween, but we promise it will not be too spooky. It's not spooky at all. (laughs) My name's Chris Loxamana. That's Superfan Giovanni. Mahalo, and get it on.